Hello everyone and welcome to From the Felt, brought to you by the Texas Card House. My name is Ryan Crow and I'm your host. Very excited about our episode today. We have a very big announcement and I cannot wait to dive into it. Uh, with me today we have the Prince of Poker in Houston, Texas, also the owner of I Host Poker and the newest member of the Texas Card House family, Mr. Bill Hewer. Bill, how's it going, man? Hey, Ryan, it's going pretty good. Happy uh, Thanksgiving week. Ah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been kind of crazy uh, here in Austin. You know, trying to get all my Christmas lights up. My daughter actually turned six today, so we had to get them all up for. We actually turned them on on her birthday, even though it's for Christmas. But uh, got about thirty thousand lights up outside, uh, all that's, white. So that's awesome that you did that for her birthday. Happy birthday to her! Yeah, actually, we actually do it every year, but it's it's a little bit of a workout, but uh, I like doing it. It's a lot of fun. But no, really excited about the the holiday season. Yeah, just ready to kick it off. Awesome. Who else do we have in studio today? <laughs> we also have a man who needs no introduction, a guy who founded uh, the first social card club in Texas, the Texas Card House, uh, which led to the birth of the social card club industry in Texas. He's also the South Dakota Cadillac Jack 2019 Spring Classic Champion, Mr. Sam Von Kennel. Sam, how's it going, man? Well, I wish we could say that I was also the 2019 World Series of Poker Circuit Las Vegas main event champion, but... Um, we, we fired heavy, heavy bricks into that one and did not cash, but it's all right. Didn't make it into day two, but uh, just one of 13 events. So we fired a few, we cashed a couple, and there's still a couple smaller ones left. I was saying that, that was tonight, wasn't it? That's just a few, few hours ago. Day two of the main is going on right now, and it's also day one of the high roller, but it's a weird event, the high roller. Today's day one tomorrow's day two but they actually let you buy in all into that one into day two so if i fire that one i might just wait until tomorrow it's really strange There's, there would only be like 50 or 60 people left and you'll probably be maybe 20 or 30 spots off the money but you can still buy in so there's not very many people playing it right now i think a lot of people are saying you know fuck it let's just wait and see what happens till tomorrow because even at the last second tomorrow i think you come in with like 15 or 15 to 20 bigs. So that's you know plenty of play time. And like I said, you're only 20 spots off the money. Yeah. That seems like a no brainer. Yeah. Well, except for it's a, except for that one's a $2,200 buy-in. So it's not quite a no brainer. You got to <laughs> think about it a little bit, but for the main event, they hit their guarantee. It was a million guarantee by a $1,700 buy-in. So they got, I think of that, they 1500 goes to the prize pool. So they needed like 650 entries. And I think they got like seven or 800 entries. Wow. And, uh, Wow. Yeah, Poker is still alive and kicking. Yeah, it's the fields aren't as big as the Choctaw fields out here. It's the first time I played the circuit in Vegas, but uh, definitely lots of lots of play, lots of action going on out here for sure. How long are you going to be in Vegas for? Are you going to be there for Thanksgiving? I've been here today marks eight straight days, and yeah, I'm, I'm about to – the last tournament is tomorrow, and so I'll, I'll take a break after that. And I've got some family coming in town. We're doing – Vegas, thanks. You know, we're doing Thanksgiving Vegas style this year. Where else would you do Thanksgiving? I don't understand. Yeah, this is the, this is the first time, but I think uh, if this works, I'm going to push this to become a new family tradition. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to hit up a buffet with uh, turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes, the basics? Oh, yeah. You know, as you guys know, the best restaurants on the strip are at the Cosmo. So we're doing Thanksgiving dinner at STK. Oh, nice. Cosmo. Can't go wrong there. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, we have actually a pretty exciting topic uh, today, actually an announcement, I guess. TCH Live, Texas Card House, is going to be starting uh, a new live stream uh, 
full full blown with RFID table and all. I, I know you guys know about this, but what do you guys think about this? And I guess we're about two or three weeks out, but you know, we we spent the last four to six months really you know, doing uh, a lot of research on you know, how to do this the right way. And it's funny, like in the last month or two, there's been a little bit of controversy around RFID tables, uh, you know, in the live stream market, but still, I think we're going to charge forward. But uh, what do you guys think about this? I'm for one, uh, half and half, half excited, half not excited, because as of right now, everybody thinks I play bad, but once they see me play in an RFID table, they're going to know I play bad. <laughs> so... <laughs> Are there any, Bill in Houston, are there any <laughs> clubs or, or groups that are playing on an RFID table now or, or will this be? Not that I'm aware of. There was some chatter about one room uh, that was going to get a table and I think they actually got it. But then after the raids, they got rid of it. So officially nobody's, you know, sporting an RIFD table, but uh, Texas Card House will be the first that I'm aware of. I know in Austin, there's another club that that's you kind of beat us to the punch if, if you want to say it that way with it. But um, I, I know that what we're about to do, you know, I'm, I'm privy to kind of being on the back end, helping, helping make this happen. And I know what we're about to do is going to be, you know, literally an exact match to what everybody's watching online. And, and I think that's going to be really fun because that's like the next step. People are watching, you know, tons of content online, watching live poker and enjoying it. And now, just like you said, they're going to get to do it and you know then watch themselves critique themselves i think you know whether the play is good or bad sure that you know we'll, we'll see that when we when we watch the tapes but i think it's going to be a lot of fun for players to get to and mm-hmm. see if they got bluffed or or, or other, you know ha- know when other people will you know 30 minutes later get to see your bluff that you just pushed through maybe that's yeah that, good time. that's that's what i'm afraid of is they're going to see my bluff <laughs> they're going to evaluate my tails because i don't i don't really hide my tails i just i play to have fun but Ryan, tell us, tell us about your vision on what this is going to look like when it's all over. I mean, are we going to have the cameras that can see the people, see the cards? Tell us what this is going to look like. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's actually been quite a journey over the last, like I said, the last four or five months. Um, when I first started researching this, you know, we really decided, hey, we want to do this and we want to do it right. And so I, I started watching a lot of, you know, streaming poker. So I like run it up, uh, stones live at the bike, all those, and, and, and really a lot of them do a lot of really cool stuff. And so big shout out to a couple of groups here. Uh, one, Texas, uh, Texas Poker Supply, man, those guys are building a nice custom table for us. We literally went and looked at like the WSOP main event table, big 10 foot table, kind of half arc. And we're actually doing one just like that. So it's a fully custom table we're building out. And then I went to a group uh, here in Austin called Omega Broadcasting and Productions. And, and man, they are, they are really sharp guys. And I essentially showed them some of the really cool live streams that we've seen, I said, look, I want this level of production or better. And so they said, look, we can make this happen. And so we've been working with them and you know, we have a, we have a guy that's going to come out and help us produce the first couple of them. And it, it's not as easy as it looks. I mean, some of these, some of these groups in California and Vegas make it look like it's just a, a smooth little operation that's going on there. And, and, and it's a testament to them because it's a lot of work. A lot of stuff goes into this. And so um, I'm excited about it. I'm a little nervous because there's a lot, a lot to learn. Um, I've never uh, you know, produced or, or created a, sh- a stream or show like this, but I think that we have uh, a lot of professionals behind us that are going to help make this thing uh, really nice and really exciting for all of our players. I think the biggest draw is going to be in tournaments. To have a multi-day or a big tournament event where you have your feature table, if you will, we can put some of the local pros who play there every time and you mix it up and 
that's going to be the most exciting thing. Like cash game, yes, that's your bread and butter. That's probably what's watched the most online. But specifically to the Texas card house and in our Austin market, I can speak of. I think the tournament play is that's that's just going to enhance it, you know, quite a bit. It's going to it's going to be a blast to watch. You know, have it be at a feature table. I think people are going to want to be there for sure. Yeah, and especially if, especially if we're able to pull it off and do it the way that we're at least the way that I'm envisioning. Um, you know, I mean, like I said, we we didn't spare much expense when it comes to this production, and so I mean, I, I, I I'm not going to go into how much we're putting into this, but I mean, we have full lighting, sound, uh, you know, HD, you know, ultra HD cameras. I mean, like like we're we have an actual production crew coming in that's going to help us set this thing up, um, as well as a I mean, the, the table itself is 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 freaking work of art from my perspective and so um at least from in my opinion and so i'm really excited about it uh and and the good thing is I mean, we're only i mean gosh they're gonna be installing everything the week after thanksgiving the table is pretty much done it's here at my house i've been testing out all the rfid stuff on it and so um i'm excited i think it's gonna be a lot of fun you're right i mean i think you're right i think a lot of the tournament players are gonna enjoy it but I'm, I'm actually surprised. Like when I look online, I mean, you see a lot of people watching just straight cash games, and I think that's that's pretty popular. I think the ESPN stuff, the WSOP stuff, is all tournament. But a lot of the more popular streams that you're seeing on the web right now, like Run It Up, it's it's just cash games. Wow! <clears throat> and you're going to plan to have announcers just like on the WPT sitting there talking about the hands after they've happened to you know just evaluate and and give some uh, insight of what's going on from you know, an announcer's perspective being right then and there. Absolutely. And so what'll happen is the, the actual table itself runs in like a, an, uh, like a full-blown production show mode. Like we have announcers and everything and they're, they're looking at everything and they're commenting, commenting on it. Uh, and then there's uh, kind of this unattended mode where the table can just run and it shows like all the hands and it shows the percentages where it's not being, you know, announced. And so we'll probably be running it in both scenarios or, or, or in both, in both um, setups, uh, throughout most of every day. I mean, it's essentially because I'm sure we're going to have certain days where we run a show like, you know, two or three days a week where we have announcers and it's a full blown show. But in the other times, I figured we'll let people play on it and they can go back and after the delay, they can go and look and see what hands they have. They can analyze their play. And so I think we'll, we'll have a combination of different levels of services that we'll offer on the table throughout the week. Uh, and it's not going to be, you know, we're not going to have announcers 24 seven, you know, announcing play on it. It'll, it'll, it'll be some type of trade off there. That sounds really cool. The three of us are going to get together and, and do a podcast of a game going on. That would be really cool. So Ryan, you, you've been on involved on a lot of the back end of it, a lot of the technology side. I, I heard you mention, I was going to have you kind of expand on that. Like the technology, I, I really don't know very much about it other than I've watched a ton of games on it, but the technology is built into the card readers that it's actually taking what you have and it like live displays your odds like if i have a flush draw with two cards to come it's going to tell me the percentage of that flush connecting or, or the percentage of my hand to win versus my opponents yeah and the and the software actually the so we're using poker gtx um and and from videopokertable.com and yes it does all that stuff automatically so even when no one's producing it and commentating on it it will show everyone's hands and it'll show the percentage odds you have there's also readers whenever people muck their cards. And so it knows when people fold, so it adjusts those odds. But yeah, that's all kind of automated in the software. I think this is provides the opportunity for the casual player that wants to become more of a, you know, the everyday grinder. This is a huge tool to use to you know, better your game. I mean, not only 
you know, like, like Bill said, can you use it to study your opponents and learn tells on, you know, players that you might play more frequently against, but just your own game to be able to watch it after the fact, knowing where you went wrong and then go back and break it down maybe with some friends and talk poker. I mean, that's what we all do, but none of us have that video footage to really get in deep with it. Like it's all relies off your memory as, as you know, on breaks we go get with our friends and say, I had this hand I raised in this position. And, and you know, most of the time we're telling an, an exact you know, re recount of what happened, but it's hard when you play for two hours and you see 55 hands to then go back and you know, talk to your friend about a specific hand. And so this way now, I mean, you have video content. I mean, you can break it down and save it for later. And a lot of people, you know, whether you have a coach or just your friends, I mean, that's that's a huge tool. That's a major asset, I think. Yeah, and that's the goal. I mean, I think we, we, when we started talking about this concept, I mean, six months ago, it was like, hey, let's not, we're not just going to air the, you know, the big tournament final tables. Like, we'd love to get one, two games on there uh, certain days of the week and let those guys have a chance to get on and see too. It doesn't have to be a bunch of high limit games. I mean, we want to really spread out the types of games that we run on there and the limits and stuff so that everyone can really have a chance to get on there and kind of just, you know, have fun with it. You know? So it's not just for some members, it's for all the members to enjoy. Absolutely. And, 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 and here's my, my, I'll kind of, now, I'm not, don't hold me to this. My goal, what I'd love to see one day is for us to have an RFID poker table and set up at all the Texas Cardhouse locations. And that way we can essentially have, you know, everyone has kind of their own little channel they can go to or YouTube channel or, or Twitch channel where you can go and watch it. But essentially, you know, we have a commentated uh, or an actual show that runs every day from a different location at the Texas card house. So one day, maybe Austin, then Houston, then our Rio Grande Valley location and our other location we're about to open, which you haven't announced yet, which we'll talk about probably in about two to four weeks. Um, but yeah, a little Juicy. teaser there. I know, right? Juicy. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Tease. I know. Um, that's about as good as I get from a tease standpoint. But, um, long story short, I'd, I'd like to see where we're rotating, where all these locations have an RFID table, and we're we're able to broadcast and and really just just create good content. You know, have fun poker, and uh, I think we have a lot of really cool people that want to commentate at each location. Uh, it's going to be fun, kind of watching these different dealers and employees and staff that we have commentated. I'm excited about having celebrity guests come in and commentate. You know, it, how fun would it be to have Brad Owen and Andrew Nimi here and have Brad commentating on Andrew and Andrew commentating on Brad. I mean, that'd be kind of, I'd, I'd watch that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That sounds like a lot of fun. I, I can't wait. I'll definitely come to Austin to uh, inaugurate that table. So everybody can see truly how bad I play. Yeah. I mean, I think especially if we do have like a Brad and Andrew event with them, Good Lord. I mean, there's going to be a line of people to play on that table with them so they can really see what's going on. Like all the, all the guys wanted us, you know, we're hoping when they came that they'd be a part of a hand that made their video clips. But they said, now this is it. They would have it documented and, and they'd have that forever. I think there'd be a line of people to play that. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just be a lot of fun too. I mean, like, you know, that, that, that's one of the things, I mean, I mean, what poker player hasn't sat there and wondered, damn, should I folded that hand or, or man, should I have gone all in there? Like it just, and I think right now the, the, the problem is the only time you really get a chance to, to see that is like when you're at a feature table at like a big tournament. And so um, having access to that and the ability to use that at a, at a local club, I think it's going to be a really good benefit to not just the club, but, but to the members. I think they're going to have a lot of fun. I think they're going to enjoy it. Yeah, what, I, what I told uh, the guys in my Tuesday night round and round game, I told them about it and, and they absolutely said, we got to put that on, on the main table once a month. And I said, we could probably, probably make that happen. 
Yeah, I know, I I get, know somebody yeah, that owns a place. <laughs> you think you pull that off, Sam? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think I, I think I can make that work. <laughs> what about the chips, Ryan? Are there chips also tagged so we can see when somebody wins a big pot, we'll know how much is in that pot? And- That's a good question. This is something I just learned as I was kind of going through this whole process. So in almost none of the – actually, I mean, I don't know of any table, even the WSOP, all those chip mounts are actually entered manually. Uh, and most of the time what you'll see is you'll see a dealer is usually mic'd up and usually they're, they're kind of calling the action. Like in a normal game, like a normal cash game, the dealer's not calling every single uh, piece of action that's out there. Hey, raise 20, call, you know, whatever. But in an RFID deal, usually they are. And usually they mic them up so that someone in the back who's producing it can actually enter in those chip amounts. So the chips are not RFID, just the cards. And typically and, what you'll see, those chip, those chip amounts are, are usually ballparks. They're not, they're not exact. Right. E- even down to like the main event, World Series, final table. Like those are their ballparks because, yeah. They're not, there's somebody, you know, having to actually eyeball it and listen to the dealer say the bet amounts and, and make their best guess, which is close, but. That's so absolutely it was, right. Yep. It was November 26, 2019 that I learned those numbers are just ballparks. Yeah. I, I didn't know either. Cause I, I was, as I was researching the tables, I was like, Hey, well, how did the chip, how do you know what, how do you know that? How does the work with the cards go over the chip reader and the chip go over the card reader? And they're like, no, 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 there is no chip reader. It just. The ships is just, you actually have, they actually a thing called a, a tournament, uh, an action tracker. And so someone, their whole job is to sit there and just track the chips and the action and just kind of follow it on, you know, in the software. And so, uh, yeah, that's, it's, it's not exact. Those, those chips are not RFID uh, in most cases, at least from what I've seen. Wow. But so we're going to have a, jo- go ahead. We're going to have a job opening soon for a action tracker then. That's right. We, we need an action tracker. <laughs> You volunteering bill action bill we'll call you no no actually just thinking about doing that i'm not that I, it, it would drive me nuts trying the only, to track the action <laughs> you got to be a badass that's the only skill set you can be the action tracker you got to have that stuff down yeah exactly no. what do the cards feel like ryan I, I know we got in some decks but i didn't actually handle them are they you know good quality pla- are they plastic quality kind of like what we're using right now with copag or or are they different they are they're they're, they're very comparable maybe just a hair thicker um, I've actually ordered a couple of different kinds. So the, the, the kind that I ordered with the table and the stuff that comes with it, um, were like 130 bucks a deck, not a setup per deck. Good Lord. And so, um, yeah, since then I've ordered about 10 different decks, uh, all pretty much from China, uh, <laughs> trying out different types of RFID cards. Uh, and I would say the, the most affordable ones I've found are about 45 bucks per deck, not, not per setup. So, um, you can just imagine um, when, when, when we get on this table, like we need people to be a little more conscious of, you know, bending these cards up and, and, and that kind of stuff, because um, man, they, they are, they're, they're not cheap. I mean, and, and I know at TCH at both locations, we go through decks like they're, you know, like crazy. And so we're going to have to be a little more uh, conscious of this, but yeah, it's, it is what it is. I think the problem with that, I mean, they're plastic cards. Every deck picks up creases once you use it, literally maybe an orbit and one 10 or 12 hands there's going to be those little nicks and nicks and cracks but specifically with the rfid business and, and what's happened you know with with the stones casino i think people are always you know more you know, they want to make sure that there's real security and a lot of all the measures in play so yeah yeah hopefully they do take care and respect the decks a little bit more but as they pick up bumps and marks we'll stick to the card house you know routine and we'll replace them no, we one deck per month. That's the quota. We'll just keep using them. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> now, well, the good thing is, 
one thing I learned is, is so when you, when you actually set the a deck up, you actually register every individual card on the deck. So you don't just pick a deck up and start playing. You actually have to register every single individual card on the table. And so if you have a deck and there's one or two creased cards in it, you can actually take those cards out. Say it's the eight of clubs. You can take that card out and bring in another eight of clubs and replace it. So you don't, you know, when this, you don't replace a whole deck, you go buy individual card and replace those cards. Um, and that's the way people kind of do it without replacing a new deck every couple of days. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Interesting. But no, it's, it's going to be fun. I mean, it's, 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 it's been a huge learning curve for me and, and, and for, you know, all the production guys that I've been working with uh, to kind of get this set up. You know, I know security is a major factor in this. That's one of the things we're taking very seriously is, is uh, you know, you know how, how we, um, you know, who's able to access the feed, whether it's live or on a delay. And so it's interesting because in, in almost all cases, we worked a lot with the company that actually creates the software in these tables, um, the same ones that, you know, uh, Live with the Bike uses and Run It Up and, and Stones. And, you know, it's funny, it's funny, I, I was working with the software before that whole scandal hit. And then I downloaded like a new version a couple of months ago. And every, every few minutes, there's this pop-up, make sure you have this you know, behind a password, make sure no one can view this. And so it's, it's kind of funny, all the little, all the little tags they put in the software uh, in the last month or so. And, and, and it may have been in there before, but I didn't see it, but I thought that was kind of funny, but uh, it's interesting how, um, how, how much notoriety has come up in these RFID tables uh, since the stones issue. Yeah. Well, security is rule number one when it comes to a poker game, you got to run a fair game and nobody does it better than Texas card house. That's for sure. Yeah, and it's interesting. Like I, I went through and I watched a lot of the videos on the on the stone stuff, and uh, everyone says, "Oh, here's how they could have cheated," but it, it's actually not that easy. I mean, I, I've been going through the software. I mean, someone like 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 in order for at the Texas Carlos, like it would have to be like me or someone at the very top with all access to all the admin stuff in order to cheat. I mean, at least to do it without getting caught, because there's a lot of like the software is very well designed, like to to make sure that there's there are credentials and, and firewalls in place, so to speak, uh, that prevent people from seeing, you know, what's going on. Uh, and so it's, it's interesting, um, you know, obviously we're, we're taking a lot of precautions to make sure that we have everything very secure, but it, it's not as easy as you would think. And so I'm, I'm curious to see what comes out of that whole Stones thing. You wouldn't be able to do it by yourself. You'd need someone playing at the table and feeding them information. I mean, it'd yep. have to be a team effort. Yes, that's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, there, there's really... I mean, I, I sat here at my house and just tried to, you know, the, I mean, here's the thing. The RFID readers themselves, most people don't realize this. They only go like two or three inches. So like people saying, oh, I can put my phone on the table and read everyone's cards. It, it doesn't work that way. Uh, it's just, and so, you know, I, I know there's a, there's a, um, a lot of people think that, oh, I, you know, people are going to be cheating this and that, but it's, it's, it's just not that easy. And so, I mean, I'm not an expert in, uh, on the RFID tables, but uh, just having looked at it and dug through the software, I've spent I've spent probably thirty or forty hours in the last month just focusing on this table, learning it, and how we're going to produce it, and how we're going to do all that stuff. And and from what I can see, it, it's if we're doing everything we're supposed to do, it's pretty easy to make it secure. Sam, speaking of cell phones, do you know if any of the other RIFD tables that are out there do the, do the does the house allow cell phones at the table, other than stones? I, I don't. I think the rules change based on being on an RFID table or not, but I really don't know off the top of my head. I believe you know, it's still the same rules when it comes to cell phone. You, you can't be on it while you're in a hand, and if it's used as a music device or video playing device, that's fine as long as 
you know, if if it can't be on the felt, it has to be on the rail. But I believe the rules stay the same. Yeah, and, and I've been watching a lot of streams, and and most of them allow cell phone use in it. Um, I, I'm kind of on the fence on that just because of the perception. I can see players going, oh, no, they could be cheating. But, you know, I like the rule we have typically at the, the Texas card house um, is essentially the, the, the phone has to be visible to everyone. Like if someone else asks to see the face of your phone, you've got to, you know, it needs to be to where everyone can see it. And so. Um, yeah, I, th- I don't think you can really get rid of the phone. You know, nowadays everybody's checking their bets or checking a text or watching a video or listening to music. Like, literally all of the above or what I've been doing every day to help pass the time out here in these 10 hour days, you know, 10 on the table plus two in breaks for 12 hours. I mean, if I can't listen to a podcast or get on ESPN radio and listen to a game, you know, while I'm sweating bets and making live bets on my phone, I mean, that's, that's what helps me get through the day. I'd be, you know, it would be the worst. I'd lose my mind if I just had to play poker all day and had no distractions. Can't do it. Be well, it'll be interesting just, to see how how players react to that and what they want. You know, I, I think some players are going to want to be on their phone. I think some players are going to say, "Hey, no, that's uh, you know, I don't I don't like that." And so it'll be interesting to see where the players land on it. I think for the from the broadcast perspective, we're actually doing a show. We'll probably keep players off the phone during that, just because it keeps the action moving. Um, the other thing we we were just talking about the other day is like almost every um, RFID table video stream that we've seen has like a shot clock. Um, they play with it during their show. It's so interesting to see. We've been talking about that a lot. What do you think about having a shot clock while uh, while the shows are uh, while we're broadcasting? Personally, I'm a huge fan of it. I never tank. My decisions are made in 30 seconds or less every single time. And if I take 30 seconds, that's a really big decision. Like we're talking about an all-in decision. But if you need more than 30 seconds, good lord! Like I get so frustrated. Like and I've, I've played them all. I played. You know the main event, the ten thousand dollar one, all the way down to a, you know, twenty dollar nightly. If if you need more than thirty seconds, then there's something going on. Bill, what do you think about that? Mm, I, uh, I, I'm indifferent. I'm a fast player. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, I guess I like it. I don't like people sitting there wasting time. I like yeah. them to act and get it over with. Uh, I usually have made my mind up within two seconds of looking at my cards. So. <laughs> <laughs> it takes you that long? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think the majority of players will actually appreciate that. And uh, I mean, when you get more hands, uh, yeah, I mean, people aren't, you know, you get some players at the table that'll just, they'll tank just for the sake of doing it. And so um, I, th- I think that'll be, uh, that'll be something we need to figure out as well. So, uh, I mean, we need to figure out quick too, because um, from a timeline perspective, you know, we're actually having all of the, the, the production equipment. So like the lights and the sound systems and the cameras are all starting to get installed uh, next week. That's the week after Thanksgiving. So the first week of December, um, and the table will be getting moved in there in, uh, actually next week as well. So, I mean, pretty much everything's going to start showing up there. Um, it'll be interesting to see how long it takes us to get all the production stuff set up. We're probably going to run a couple of days of just letting people play on it, and we're just going to produce it in the background but not actually air it just so we can uh, do some dry runs. But the hope is that um, by mid-December, we're actually running live, and, and, and you, know, um, you know, you can go to TCH Live on, on Twitter – excuse me, Twitter, geez, on Twitch – uh, or YouTube, and you'll be able to check us out. That's cool. It's going to be like Christmas at Texas Card House Austin. I know, right? And speaking of Thanksgiving, Ryan, for since it is Thanksgiving week, and Bill too, for that matter. What are? It's good to mention. I know we will be open at Texas Card House on Thanksgiving Day. I'll be in a casino, and, and I know that Thanksgiving Day is one of the 
busiest days of the year and casino time and you know that and Christmas. So, I mean, Bill in Houston, is there a lot of poker played on Thanksgiving? I mean, that seems like you know, one, once two, three, four o'clock rolls around, I, I've done done with my family. I don't need any more turkey. I don't need any more family time. I'm ready to get out of the house. So, yeah, you know, I'm not sure how it's going to be on the north side here, but as far as poker in general, it's it's the same. There's going to be people playing after Thanksgiving. They've got friends and family from out of town. They're going to want to show off their local club and say, hey, this is where I play. Come play with me. So, yeah, that's going to happen. <clears throat> you know, I used to be in the bartending business. And the very first year I was, somebody said, oh, the day before Thanksgiving's at the absolute busiest day of the year for a bar because people love going out with friends and family the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, I thought it was because people were dreading their family coming for Thanksgiving. <laughs> no. could be a little of both. It yeah. could be. It could be. But uh, um, no, but the day before Thanksgiving also is a great, uh, a great poker night. And I'll, I'll probably be playing on Wednesday uh, leading up to Thanksgiving. And to be clear, I think we open at 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day. We're not open during the day on that. So just uh, for, for people who are listening, um, yeah, something to keep in mind. Yeah, that's this Thursday. You're right. Bring bring your leftovers to the Texas card house and double <laughs> up. <laughs> Heck yeah. I'll be getting me a big fat turkey from Rudy's actually. Rudy's does a turkey for Thanksgiving? Man, I, I don't know if they do it in Houston. The one in Austin does the Thanksgiving turkeys and they are amazing. I'm not kidding. I, like I did not know that. <laughs> they're oh, really yeah. good. How do I not know that? What, do you, what are your plans for uh, Thanksgiving besides a Rudy's smoked turkey? I'm hanging out at home with family. We, we had all these trips planned. We were planning to go out of town, this and that, and then we found and said, screw it, let's just stay home. So uh, my birthday is actually the day after Thanksgiving this year. My dad's coming in town. So his birthday is actually tomorrow. My daughter's birthday was today. So our, my whole family has birthdays all around Thanksgiving. My sister's birthday was last week. So um, your, we're a November birthday, family. Your birthday's Friday? It is, yes. How, how old are you turning on Friday? I'll be 21, baby. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Fully legal. Actually, it's the 20th anniversary of my 21st birthday. So, it's the 20th, <laughs> it's anniversary. 20th anniversary. Is that 41? Yes. Oh my god, dude! Why you gotta Why you gotta say numbers like that? Why you gotta like just call it out? <laughs> I'm surprised I did the math that fast. I didn't have to whip out my my pen and paper. Well, happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to your daughter and to your dad. That's amazing that you guys all share the same week of a birthday, and it's Thanksgiving, so you're guaranteed to get together, get the day off sit around that RIFID table and, and uh, practice a few ways. <laughs> I know, right. I, I was actually hoping to get it out of my house up to the TCH in Austin uh, before Thanksgiving, but damn, the damn thing was like 300 and something pounds. Like I have to have the guys that built it come back and pick it up. And then by the way, a big shout out to the Texas Poker Supply guys. These guys are awesome. Uh, they're actually going to come back and pick it up for me on Monday and bring it back up there. Just throw a brown uh, tablecloth over it and there you got your table. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I tell you, keeping my kids off the thing. So right now it's kind of exposed. So it's like the wood, it's got the readers in it. They haven't put the top level on with the felt. And so my kids like running around it all week, it's just been, like freaking me out. So it's been a constant <laughs> battle to get them not to touch it. So uh, it's hopefully it survives till Monday. But um, if not, you know. Uh, one of my kids is going to be gone. <laughs> Take the cost. It's, it's, a, it's an expensive table. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. Poor kids. Kidding, kidding, of course. Uh, uh, it's funny because they go hide under it. So It's a great hiding spot. It's huge. It's a huge yeah. table. Well, good wow. stuff. Good stuff, guys. Uh, coming up on about a half hour. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about or chat about before we wrap this one up? Who does hey, uh, Texas get beat by this week, Ryan? Jesus, come on, man. Golly. So we played, we, we, I mean, if, 
we play Texas Tech on Friday. Okay. Uh, so okay. yes, we're, we're we're playing. I will be at the game. Um, I'm actually thinking about bringing my kids. I'm a little nervous about even bringing them to their first Texas game this season because man, we things are just falling apart everywhere. Are they going to learn a few new words from dad that day or what? They might. It's, 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 it's a risk. It's a risk. You know, I'm, so. I'm sorry to do this, but I have to go guns up on this one because oh my, my, uh, my co- I've got two cousins, twin cousins. They both attended tech and Travis Thorne was the masked rider in the year uh, 2000. So it's really, a, yeah, he really was. He was the masked rider, took care of the horse for a full year. And uh, it was using the paper. It was a really cool thing. They actually made the statue that's in the quad in his likeness. Wow. So it's, he's, he's a, you should come to Austin, a, go to the game on Friday. I wish I could. I've got, I host poker work looming. There's a uh, 107 parties scheduled in the next uh, three weeks. Isn't so I'm busy, busy time of year for your business. Like, casino yeah. parties, corporate <clears throat> party events. Yeah. Yeah. Literally I'm buried in work right now. We, I host poker does about 500 parties a year and 110 of those is going to take place in the next 40 days. So, so uh, for any of our listeners, if they want to have a, a Christmas party poker, just don't do it in December, right? Right. <laughs> don't do it on December 6th, 7th, or 13th, or 14th. We still have availability <laughs> in the 20th and 21st, but that's about it. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Well, good stuff, Let's, guys. Well, Sam, uh, have fun in Vegas. Uh, Bill, you know, um, stay dry or warm in Houston, I guess. I mean, how's the weather there? No, no, nice. No hurricanes it's, coming through, right? No, it was beautiful. Sunny 80s today. Uh, it was really, really nice, actually. Good that's stuff. that's what I'm going to say I'm thankful for is I'm thankful that Houston weather is holding strong and it's going to be a nice, uh, mild December, mild winter, so we can get all these parties hosted without getting our tables soggy. I know, right? Well, guys, that about wraps it up. Uh, thank you to everyone for listening. If you would please like us on Apple Podcasts, Google Google Play, however it is you may be listening, I uh, would love for you to give us a like. Also, check us out at texascarthouse.com, and hopefully uh, you'll join us soon on TCH Live when that starts airing about two weeks out. Uh, In the meantime, thank you all, and we'll be back in about two weeks. Uh, Just as a reminder, we're doing podcasts every two weeks now instead of every week. Uh, So we'll see you guys in two weeks. Thanks. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving.